Go, Chris. Goodbye, my friend, it's hard to die. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen of the internet. Welcome to the podcast, Love the Graps. My name's Chris, I'm here with Alan. Watcha. That's Alan, and this is the podcast where we get together and talk about wrestling we went to. We're doing this at home, but it's been a struggle. <laughs> I feel like every podcast now, it's like technical difficulties. Wow, it's the, it's the man, isn't it? The man trying to keep us down. Yeah, trying to censor us. Yeah, we're, we're too popular. Yeah, by planned obsolescence. Yeah. Um, one day I will sort myself out, maybe. <laughs> is that is that Does that count for life as well as the podcast? No, no, not in life, no. Just mm. the podcast might sound good one day. I doubt Not time soon. I mean, not with us on it. Well, I guess it's not important that the podcast sounds good if our opinions are bad. (laughs) Um, So, what's the big deal? Anyway, this is a podcast that we do when we've gone to see a wrestling show and and, then decided that we need to talk about the wrestling show. Um, So that's what we're doing today. I mean, really, we only go to wrestling shows now so we can do the podcast. A lot of the time it feels like that, yeah. Yeah. Although you've been to a couple without me, so mm. what's the point? What have well, you done I mean, that I, for? I, I do go home mm. and look at myself in the mirror, yeah. uh, have a cry, yeah. uh, and then do a podcast to myself in the Just mirror. Just to yourself. Yeah. Okay, and then you do my voice as well. Yeah. Oh, good yeah. evening, ladies <laughs> and gentlemen of the internet. That's, that's me, if I were a Dalek. <laughs> Which, who knows? In many ways might you are. Be. Like, you can't go I don't know what they look like. What do they look like in, under all that shell? Um, blobs. There you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> don't be so hard on yourself. Yeah, that's fine. I've accepted who I am. <laughs> okay, so wrestling show. Yes. What did we do? We went to a a, a very local wrestling show. <laughs> very local, yeah. Oh, we're, we're, and, Not um, in the League of Gentlemen sense. No, if, if only. Yeah, if only. Um, we, yeah, we went to the Road Mender. And, and and for those of you who don't know, that's a venue in Northampton yeah. where we live. It was part of the touring circuit at one point mm-hmm. for a lot of the bands. I saw my first gig at the Roadmender thirty years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, I saw um, the band Loop. Okay, and they okay. were supported by Lush, um, who went on to have a minor Britpop yeah. Um, yeah. career. But at the time, they were shoegazers. Okay, uh, much like Loop. That was my first gig there. Yeah, I had a, um, my first gig there was the Dandy Warhols. Oh, right, yeah. Probably would have been around 99, right. 98, 99, yeah. just before they had, like, the adverts. Right. Um, Do you saw them when they were cool? Yeah, yeah, they were really cool at this point. Yeah. Um, and uh, they were supported by JJ72. I remember JJ. Um, they, were, they were whippersnappers, weren't they, JJ? They were, yeah. They were, uh, I remember the NME writing about them at the time, basically saying they were the best live band in the world um the next manic street preachers that were being billed as a little bit i i was part of a um and i can't believe i'm going to use this word collective mm. uh, in the mid 90s cool. and i think we dj'd for 
JJ72. Yeah. Um, their album's very hard to find now, if you right. want to listen to it on the internet. I think it's on YouTube, yeah, go, but it's go not on any of the it. streaming services. It's got in. a very interesting singing voice, the fella from JJ72. Yeah. I do I do quite a serviceable impression of him, but I'm not going to do it yeah. on this podcast. Well, yeah, check out Tribute to Nothing as well. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah, I mean, that's a completely different type of band. Is it? Um, yeah, Same yeah. era, though, isn't it? Maybe a couple of years later, Tribute oh, to right. Nothing. Yeah. Okay. And they were a bit noisier, I think. Forget I said it then. Yeah. Anyway, cool. So that's the road mender. Yeah. Um, it was weird being, I mean, we'll talk about this, but it was weird being in there because that is such a formative mm. like place in my, um, you know, my adolescence and growing into a music fan and a musician. Yeah, I think kind of, you know, my late teens, early 20s, I was probably going to sort of 20 gigs a year there yeah. maybe and assorted club nights. Yeah. Um, so I spent a lot of time in there. But this is the first time I'd been in there for a decade. Yeah. Um, so it hasn't really changed. I haven't been in there for about three years since my band played there. Right. Oh, um, your band. Chris's band once played the Reading Festival, did you know that? And Leeds Festival. Oh, right. Um, where we were better at Leeds than we were at Reading. Okay. There's yeah. existing video of us at Reading, which is terrible. It's the worst performance we ever did. That's your story. Um, well, it was. we weren't used to the big stage and of couldn't course. hear each other. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it sounds like we're not playing with each other. Right, yeah. Um, say la vie. Yeah. Uh, that's why we weren't a successful rock band. Yeah. Um but there you go. Uh, so, Rev- Revolution Pro Wrestling yep. at the Re- Rev Men. Pro, as yeah. they're known by, yeah. by people. Um, although they, they do call themselves Revolution Pro Wrestling. The announcer but, referred to them as that. Um, you know, you want to use your full title. Mm. I mean, uh, Alan Sugar refers to himself as Lord Sugar. Yeah. Whereas everyone else refers to him as the ball bag face. Or I sometimes call him Amstrad. Oh. Oi, Amstrad. Oh. What are you doing? Well, your satellite receivers are shit. Do you know what? You're fired, mate. You're fired. You someone, are. Someone did that on the Celebrity Apprentices. Did yeah. they? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Well, I wish I hadn't said it. Um, Rev Pro, at the end of the Rev Pro show, they said it, it was the best in professional wrestling. Now, was it? Well, let's find out. Yeah, let's let's discuss, jump into what we do discuss. in the show. Okay. Um, love the graps, not my graps. Love the graps, three things that we like. And not my graps, three things that we hated yeah. to our very core. Yeah. Like, it really like made us physically sick. We're going to throw some shade. <laughs> like, to the point where it's almost, like, we're almost offended by yeah. it. Um, so, love the graps then. Okay. I'm going to talk about three things. Yeah. You do it. All right. Okay. Um, well, let's just start off with the fact that this was quality wrestling. Quality wrestling. In our town. Yeah. So usually we have quite a way to go for wrestling shows. Yeah. Um, the, the nearest wrestling show other than this, and if we don't count Megaslam, what we went to once. Yeah. Um, or put, win. We'll put them on the shelf. Are we, are we including win in this? Um, stop. Coming up with exceptions. I mean, Daventry's borderline. Yeah. Um, but the, the nearest one is usually your show yeah. uh, in Milton Keynes. You know, wrestling doesn't really come to Northampton very much. Um, so we usually have like hours travel at yeah. least to go and see kind of decent yeah. I mean, we've done all, main wrestling. We have done all right over the past couple of years yeah. if you want to go to Milton Keynes. Well, yeah. Um, you know, uh, New Japan ran there last year. Do you no, remember? They did, not. they did not run there. <laughs> well, okay. So we've seen Rev Pro locally yeah. um, already, um, but also What Culture were running that same venue. Yeah. Um, saw a couple of shows there. IPW. IPW, obviously, are, are running in, in Wolverton as well. Yeah. 
Um, Southside in Bedford. I mean, we've not been to those shows. Not in the era of Love of the Grass. No, that's true. No. Um, so, like, there is, there is, you know, we've been, we've we've not been completely deprived of wrestling, no. but it's never been quite as close to home. No, it was this. it was <laughs> lovely to leave my house at twenty five past three mm. and park my car up at half past three. Yeah, um, and if we weren't doing the podcast, I'd have got the bus. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I walked down. Well, there you go. Yeah. Didn't walk back there, did it? No, well, we had to do this. It would have been weird yeah. if I'd walked back and you were sat in your car outside <laughs> when I got there. Um, uh, yeah, so it is like it is nice. Um, I, I sometimes wonder with shows like this, and it was always the same with like music when I was putting on gigs in Northampton, and then I would go to other gigs that weren't my gigs. Mm. I would say, "Who are all these people, yeah. and why aren't they at my gigs?" Yeah, and then I would watch them for a while, and I'd be like, "I'm glad they're not at my gigs." Well, there was a bit of that tonight. Yeah, yeah, but you know, uh, they draw they they drew a reasonable crowd about two hundred, um, and. Yeah. You know, every, like uh, people were loud. I mean, it was a Sunday afternoon. Yeah. So people, were, you know, they 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 seemed to enjoy themselves. Made a lot of noise. Yeah. I mean, Northampton's a big town. Yeah. It's got nearly three hundred thousand people. Uh, it's got a big student population. Mm-hmm. So it should have more things in it. Um, if you've lived in Northampton as long as as we have, you know why it hasn't. Yeah. Um, because it's a bit shit. Because of the power of the lift tower. It's, yeah, it's, uh, it draws everything out. <laughs> yeah. um, so it would be nice if we got more of this kind of thing. And hopefully yeah. um, the reception that they got well, from we'll the crowd was, was quite yeah. loud. Yeah. Um, they were quite loud in wrong ways occasionally. Yeah. Um, but you're going to get that with Northampton people, to be honest. Potentially. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was... You know, just nice to, to go it's, to a nice local show. It's like if you live in, in you know, one of the other places in the UK, you yeah. you may have top quality wrestling on your doorstep. And I've always been a little bit jealous of that. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, you know, we don't have to travel like really, really far no. for all of our wrestling. It could no. be worse. Yeah. It could be living in Land's End. Where do where do they go? Cornish pro wrestling. I don't. There, there was a Cornish pro wrestling. I yeah. don't know if there still is. It, we, it's like it, what if we were living in Norfolk? You wouldn't get any good wrestling no, over there, would you? At all. No. <laughs> Nobody's doing any wrestling um, in Norfolk. But yeah, sum it up. More companies, please come and run Northampton. Not too many. Yeah, I don't want to go out every week. No, no. Um, Twice a year. Okay, next next thing on the agenda. Okay. Um, next, love the graps, and I'm shocked that I'm even going to say this. I'm sh- shocked to my very core. Um, but Josh Bodum did a good job tonight. He did. Do you know what? I I rate Josh Bodum. Mm. Um, I don't rate Josh Bodum fans. Thankfully, you... none of those there tonight. No. Um, but one thing Josh Bodum does well, um, and some people would say, well, it's just natural talent <laughs> at this, is he's a magnificent dickhead. Yeah. And tonight, he performed that task to such an extent that a a cipher of a man, really, um, <laughs> named Brad Slayer, who you know, he he actually, Brad Slayer actually did a few good things. Where you could tell he's he's he was trained by Ricky Knight and Sweet mm. Soraya, so you can tell he's got a bit of a grounding in in working yeah. in front of a a normal audience, an unfamiliar audience. Um, but Josh Bowden made this cipher of a man with a really 
short shorts and a strange haircut. A man who apparently is in his mid to late 20s who looks like he could be 45. Yeah. Um, Josh Bowden made him the second most popular man on the show. Uh, behind only Pack, yeah, uh, who most people were there to see. And I think I've seen Bowden do similar things in the past, like mm. when he's had matches with like Dan McGee and, yeah. and the likes. Like you know, he he is. I think because he, the style that he wrestles is quite. He dominates the matches yep. quite often, so instantly the other person is kind of the underdog. Mm. Um, and then if you combine that with being such a bastard, yeah. um, people will get behind the other person. And yeah, he, he's kind of cornered that, um, or at least he, he's kind of mastered that. But it's still weird not to sit like to see him just at Rev Pro. It's ne- that's always been a weird thing with me and Josh yeah. Brodom. Like, obviously, there's. I mean, and I'm, we're not going to get into this because it's all like rumors and sort of hearsay. hearsay. Um, but there are rumors and hearsay about his sort of temperament, yeah. his attitude. Um, but at the same time, like he's a young man who's growing up, and people do grow up. So, yeah. I mean, I'd like to see him in more places. Yeah, um, I think he's he's got something that he could bring to a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. Um, as you say, he, it appears he's blotted his copybook a bit with certain people in the past, but. Your eyes are on the front of your head, mate. Look forward. Yeah. Don't know what's behind you. So, yeah. Well done, Josh, for being a magnificent cock. Well, let's have another Love the Graps and talk about another awful, awful human being. Yeah. Shall we? An awful, a, a human being so awful mm. that when we spoke to him after the show, he actually asked if he was going to be in the Love the Graps section. Yeah. Um, and unfortunately, he is. Yeah. Um, so the main event tonight, uh, was, as I just said, Pac, um, who just about everybody was there to see, yeah. I think. Well, perhaps not everybody. I mean, there were a few few uh, people there who uh, seemed to know some of the other wrestlers, so, you know. Yeah, fine. there were plenty of Bullet Club t-shirts there. Yeah, yeah you're right, you, you know, the Bullet Club t-shirt yeah, people. the Bullet Club t-shirt people. Um, but a, a lot of the people there were to see Pac, uh, yeah. who is on that first flourishing tour well, after being set free. I don't think it's a huge stretch to say that this show only happened because Rev Pro had Pac for some dates. Yeah, and needed venues because they were doing shows. a few regional dates mm. um, outside of their normal sort of areas. Yeah, um, that that were headlined by Pac. Yeah. So. Um, but yeah, so uh, a lot of people there there to see Pack, but uh, he had a cracker of a main event. Yep, with Chris Brooks. Yeah, I think one of the sort of I mean, and this is getting away from the 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 sort of two main protagonists of the match, but one of the sort of things I really liked about the match was seeing the the, the renewed dynamic between um, Brooks and Lycos, mm-hmm. the returning kid Lycos. Yeah, and I, I remember like. A few years ago, when we the sort of uh, burgeoning CCK, when CCK wasn't a brand, yeah. when it was just <laughs> a couple of boys, a couple of boys doing a wrestle, a, one of them really long, and the <laughs> other one with dirty marks all over his body and a yeah, wolf I'm mask just, I'm on. Just the dirty wolf. Um, but this, it felt like a throwback to the sort of matches that we were seeing at like Seven Pro, yeah, um, and, and the likes, and and even Attack back in the day, yeah, where you would have Brooks and then with Lycos by his side, yeah, um, helping him out, 
doing the dirty. Yeah. Trying to do a brain buster. Getting dived on. Yeah. That kind of thing. Nice to see Lycos fit. Yeah. Um, hopefully, I hope I haven't jinxed it. Oh, God. With that. I mean, he, he might have just gone to KFC and fell over. Like, landed his head in a bucket and thrown his shoulder <laughs> out. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, let's not, let's not dwell on I that. Mean, imagine if he has, I'd feel terrible. Yeah, it'd be your fault. Yeah, I'd feel really, really bad. So, um, sorry. But yeah, they had a really fun main event. And I, I don't want to sort of play down to the rest of the card too much. No. But there weren't loads of standout matches on no. this card. Um, there's lots of fine matches. Yeah. Um, but this kind of stood head and shoulders above the rest because, um, you know, Brooks is a fully formed character. Mm-hmm. Pack is a fully formed character. Yeah. Um, and you kind of get their intentions straight away. Yep. And you also know you're going to see some cool moves. Yep. And a bit of crowd brawling. They yep. brawled right around the crowd. Yep. Um, including going out of the out of the hall mm. for, for a tiny bit. Without getting into not my graps, was there a particular part of this match that um, seemed to, you know, not necessarily fit with the positive vibes that we're getting at? Well, I mean, if if we're going to look at it in a positive way, yeah, then it, it's kind of fitting that Rev Pro came to our town, yeah, and Chris Roberts did a Roberts crutch, yeah, he very much did, um, and. When the show started, I could see him looking over at us. He'd spotted we were there. <laughs> and I bet he was thinking, oh, God, no. Oh, they're going to get oh, me. Oh, no. We've planned a crutch. Yeah. Because um, that's what they call it now. Yeah. He's like, shall I do the crutch? <laughs> shall I do my crutch? <laughs> yeah. Um, that's what he says. Yeah. And they did a crutch. It didn't lead to anything. Apart no. from um, they both hit each other in the knackers. Well, I pose the question, is it a Robert's crutch if it doesn't lead to the finish? I don't know. So maybe that's an existential question about the Robert's crutch. But I I, th- I feel like it might be an in-joke at this point with, with Andy <laughs> Quilden that that every show... Do you, do you that every show Chris Roberts gets bumped? Because there was a period at attack shows where every show child ref Shea Purcell would do yeah. a dive. Um, and this was before he was a, a bad egg. And yeah. this was before he was wrestling um, for them really yeah. at all actually i guess he was just referee he was just child point. good child referee yeah um so maybe this is that for them yeah. and and to be honest they've got to go some way to equal that show at Walthamstow where he he took a bump in every match yeah that was dark days so dark, i can put, i can put up with one yeah one in the main event i can put i can put up with it yeah okay. let's switch to three things that we didn't like okay. so much Okay, not my grabs numero uno then, and it's quite a slight one. It's um, <sighs> the first thing on the show though, so I guess it will go at the beginning, yeah. shall we? <laughs> um, first thing that happened on the show after the announcer had come out and introduced that the show was happening, um, a video came up on the big video screens that they had. Twin video screens. Twin video screens. Um, <clears throat> and weirdly, a video that... A lot of people will have seen already. I hadn't seen it. You hadn't seen it, but then... I don't watch videos. No, you only watch anime. Yeah. Um, Anime is video. Yeah. But it's animated. Yeah. And this wasn't animated. This was was live action. Yeah. Um, But it was a video that um, TK Cooper had posted on social media a little while ago, uh, a few weeks ago, maybe a month or so ago now. Um, And it was about him being a bit left behind by yeah. British wrestling. 
that, you know, he'd had a really good year and then some stuff had happened and then not such a good year in 2018. But 2019, he's coming back. It's going to be his year. Yeah. But it felt weird that this was being played at a Rev Pro show. Yeah, because most of the references were to um, his story in progress. Yeah, well, he directly mentioned the... um, He directly mentioned the uh, the electric ballroom. Yep. And he alluded to the South Pacific Power Trip trio. Yep. Was it trip or trio? I think it was initially trio and then okay. it became trip. Okay. Um, he talked about that mm-hmm. and, you know, again, made allusions to the breakdown of his relationship yeah. <laughs> at the time. But this was all a promo to build to his return to progress. It was very much put out there shortly before he returned to progress recently. Yeah. Well, you know, that, that was weird. And let's put that to one side for Mm. a second, but they played this video. Yeah. And then the music hit and TK Cooper's opponent, MJF came out. Yeah. Um, after we'd just seen a video of TK Cooper. Yeah. Um, now not everybody will have known that the first match was supposed to be, MJF first TK. Well, Cooper. I mean, it was announced, um, and then MJF came out, cut a, a decent but generic promo. Yeah, baddie promo. And then TK Cooper came out. Yeah, it just it just was a weird way to start the show. Yeah, I, I it really the the fact that the the thing with the video being progress centric really stuck hmm. in my craw because. I mean, I'm not expecting Rev Pro to like produce loads of material like that, but they didn't play any other video yeah. throughout the whole show. So why open with that video that wasn't made for your yeah. promotion? It was. Made I mean, from f- being really nitpicky as well, he was quite focused and determined in the video. Mm. And then the first thing he did was clown around with MJF's scarf. Yeah, it just seemed a bit and weird. There was, there was a another fit. point in that match that kind of. Um, felt a bit off to me where um, MJF basically alluded to the fact that they got another match elsewhere to get to. Um, I don't like that. No. Now, obviously these guys are are doing a job. Yep. Um, But I want to believe that they're there fighting for me. Mm. And realistically, um, they should be in no condition to drive 200 miles to have another fight after they have had a fight. Yeah. There, and you wouldn't see that with a boxer, no. And okay, you know, you do get wrestlers where they they wrestle multiple times in one night, but they show the effects of that. Yeah. Um, I, I wonder if TK Cooper and, and MJF got to wherever they were wrestling. Um, somebody suggested IPW. I don't know if it was IPW, then fine. Um, and and pretended that they'd already had a match there. Yeah. Probably not. Well, I mean, if if you were looking at this match in the context of them having another match, this match ended in such a way that it felt like it was building to a follow-up yeah. match, which was happening later in the day. Yeah. Um, so that was strange. Yeah. So, yeah, the weird, Bit tri- weird, you know, tribulations of TK Cooper in yeah. Rev Pro. The um, the toll booth, my young boy, mm. um, he was there tonight, and he, he was there with his girlfriend, and I spoke to him in the interval, and um, Toby's girlfriend said, I call him now... Tea cake Cooper. Oh. And I thought, 
get three years ago, love. Yeah, get over it. Yeah. We were doing that when he first stepped foot in this country. Yeah. He'd already been here five minutes before we were no, calling no, him. No, he was just a valet. He was, he was a goodie, wasn't he, at, yeah. that, <laughs> at that show where that came up? Yeah. Him and um, old Dahlia Black, both yeah. goodies. Yeah, and then uh, he punched a woman in the face. Yeah. Excellent. Um, okay, let's, let's do another one. Okay. Go on, then. Right, so... Um, not every show can be WrestleMania, mm. um, thankfully, because WrestleMania has 17 billion matches on it. And it's 20 hours long. Yeah. Um, but you do want a show to feel like it has consequences and it is a little bit important. It would be nice, yeah. You feel like you want something to care about. Mm. And the whole flavour, for understandable reasons perhaps, uh, of this show... Um, was that it was very much a Rev Pro house show. Yeah. Uh, and I'm not sure. I mean, mate, the, the crowd were, were really enjoying themselves. So who am I to sort of uh, suggest that people enjoying themselves may not um, you are want you. to enjoy themselves again? You are you. Um, but there was nothing on the show tonight that made me want to go to another Rev Pro show. No. No, and th- th- it didn't feel like any real storylines were progressed. No. I mean, you had some character stuff with El Fantasmo calling out David Starr in his absence. Yeah. Um, I, Jamie Hayter is doing some stuff. I don't know if she won a match. Yeah. But that's neither here nor there. But otherwise, like you had a couple, you had a bunch of matches of little consequence. Yeah, I mean. Title matches aren't the be-all and end-all, but none of Red Pro's titles were defended on this show. No. Or, uh, or present. No, even present. Like, none of the champions were there. No. Um, and uh, that's understandable in their, their British heavyweight title and the tag titles, because um, those fellas wrestled in Japan this morning. Um, and, you know, the whole like New Japan thing, yeah, you can kind of understand that. But El Fantasmo actually kind of mentioned in his post-match promo that David Starr was wrestling for OTT today. Yeah. Um, and it's not a big OTT show. That was last weekend, um, the Scrapper Mania show. Um, so it's just kind of like, yeah, okay, thanks, Rev Pro. Thanks, David Starr. You've come to Northampton and you couldn't even be bothered. Well, come. and thanks, El Fantasmo, for reminding us. Yeah, and... Um, I don't know where Zoe Lucas is. Um, she might be in Japan. I don't think she is. No. Um, but yeah, we couldn't even get a women's title match on the on the show. So Weird. you know, it's just seemed a little bit of a disposable yeah. show. I mean, having said that, you know, it created a couple of opportunities for people. Yeah. Um, we had those new Australian boys that pe- some people are talking about. The Velocities. Now, it's a terrible name. I, I want to give a little bit of a public service announcement to yeah. the Velocities. Um, where are you? <laughs> you've, you've got too much going on. Yeah. I don't get your outfits. Yeah. Uh, you come out to a video. Well, I don't, it might no, not be it video, won't be their video. Uh, but it was just a video of, of a, a trip around Europe, National yeah. Lampoon's European vacation, yeah. that kind of thing. Um, you had weird kind of, was it Roman kind of? Yeah, they were kind type? of, yeah, kind of like a tunic. No, yeah. Like a just, one. I don't know what it was. And then, then you had your tights. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what you're doing. Yeah, I don't know what you're going but, on. So they, you know, they had a tag match, yep. and um, 
old Brendan White. The workhorse, Brendan White. I did like the fact that um, that RevPro came into what I would consider your territory mm. um, and jobbed out uh, <laughs> one of your major players uh, yeah. in a random four-way. Well, there you go. Um, I mean, it, it very much seemed in the first half like it, they were just using your roster. Yeah, um, which is fine. It was a yeah. There were a fair pe- fair amount of people yeah. in there, but also we don't run in Northampton, no. so I don't even think they would have made that logical leap. I mean, talking to some of the wrestlers at the show, they they had no idea where Northampton was. No. I think sometimes you just get in a car and drive. It's in the north. There's no sort of thought about where where it is located ge- geographically. I mean, I don't blame them. Get there, get back, done, yeah. job done. Um, so yeah, I mean, as much as it, it kind of can feel a little bit deflating to realise that it's probably not a pr- major priority in no. the RevPro storytelling machine, um, but it does sometimes lead to people getting eyes on them that they might not have got otherwise. Yeah, I mean, you know, just one last quick thing. There's there's a couple of things at play here. On the one hand, you could just say that it's it's just a random date in a provincial town. Um, but on the other hand, it's your first time in that town. Yeah. So you should always try and make a splash the first time you're anywhere. And this this show was taped to be released on RevPro On Demand. Yeah, but I mean, you just do that, don't you? Yeah. You do it anyway, because so, it's content. Yeah. All right, let's move on to third and final, not my grab. Okay. I said at the top of the show, you know, that we got history. We've yeah. got history with this room. Yeah. Um, we've both been to see a lot of gigs mm-hmm. in that room lots of bands and i saw um, radiohead there supporting the frank and walters did you know and that's not the first time we've mentioned the frank yeah. and walters on this i podcast. saw lost profits there <laughs> whatever happened to them <laughs> yeah whatever happened to them um and um you know you you get a sort of idea of what a room is mm-hmm. when you, you go into those gigs and they feel massive. It's yeah. dark. feels like there's hundreds and hundreds of people in there, yeah. which there were. Um, and it's noisy and it feels like uh, anything could happen. Mm-hmm. Walked into that room today and it felt like a storeroom at the back of a big supermarket. Really did. Um, or you know, some kind of weird, dark community centre. Yeah. Um, somehow they managed to take... I mean, let's, it, it's it's fallen from its perch from mm. when it was one of the regular stops yeah. on the tour. But, but it's it, a decent gig venue. But it's a purpose-built venue for yeah. such events. Yeah. Um, and they managed to make it look shit. It looked terrible. Yeah. Um, they had gone to no effort with the lighting. No. Nope. They were just using your standard, um, you know... Fluorescent strip lights. Fluorescent strip lights. Um, the, the, they had, like, a like half-assed attempt at a curtain. Yeah. Like, it, where, from where we were stood, if you turned around to watch people's entrances, you could see the next people ready to come out through well, in there. fact, at one point, your brother did turn to us and say, I'm sure I just saw Brendan White yeah. backstage. And everyone was like... Why would Brendan White be backstage? Yeah. There was Brendan White And then he came out. Um, And, yeah, it all just felt a little bit slipshod. Yeah, I mean, it was an all-standing show. Yeah. um, Which is fine. But it was one of those weird all-standing shows where you're asking people to stand, but you're not putting barriers out. Yeah. Because I've been to uh, ICW shows that are all-standing, and they put barriers. Mm. And what happens when you've got barriers is that people 
push forward to the barrier. So the crowd is pushed towards the ring, but kept away from the ring by the barriers. Yeah. They didn't have barriers. They, and similarly, they didn't want to do what WXW do, um, or Eve or, or Lucha Britannia, and have people standing right on the apron. Mm. So you had people policing kind of their own gap. Yeah, well, which, there, there were no, like, trainees out there. No, and, and that kind of forces people away from the ring and towards the walls mm. of the room, which just makes the whole thing a little bit weird, like you're standing in a circle watching a fight at school. Yeah, or alternatively, you have the weirdos kind of gravitate towards the front, yeah. which we got a little bit of yeah. tonight. Um, but yeah, it just felt, just felt like a shitty room, like, yeah. um, which is a real shame, because I've always felt like that place would have some potential. Yeah. Um, and I think, like, they just didn't do the room justice. There could, you know, if they just made it dark and sorted the lighting out and it didn't it's not a complicated job no um but it does require a little bit of effort um, and usually you go to a rev pro show there's lighting rigs up the wazoo yeah you can't move for barriers yeah there's like an elaborate entrance way um and it just seemed like they they just half-assed it a bit yeah um i mean this might also be the place to kind of mention the the videos that were on the video screen mm. um it's kind of like yeah you've got a video screen um, your music is terrible. Yeah, your music is terrible, and your videos look like 1997 screensavers yeah. in ev- on every instance. Yeah. It's like, what's the point? Just put, you might as well just have an overhead projector and put a little, <laughs> uh, you know, transparent up with the, the wrestler's name on it. Yeah. Like, in fact, actually, I quite like that. Yeah. And Do you know one thing I once considered doing what? was um, getting like a, like a uh, floodlight torch. Yeah. And put in like cardboard cutouts with like the wrestlers' names oh. in front of it, so that it was like projected onto a wall or something. Yeah, I'm stealing that, um, but I haven't done it yet. Yeah, so yeah. like a bat signal. Yeah, like just a summoning bat signal. the wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. also, yeah, consider just doing it with the good logo. Yeah, just putting it on there and just having it. You on could the, do it, um, it and you wall. could put like a uh, spunking cock and balls, and and that Chris Brooks would come out. <laughs> yeah, that would be perfect. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, there we go. That's us talking about it, innit? Yeah. I don't think there's much more to say. No, I mean, I had a nice afternoon. Yeah. It wasn't a show I'll remember forever. Yeah. Uh, I'll probably forget it by tomorrow. <laughs> um, saw some good wrestling. Yeah. Saw some good people. Um, nice to see you again. She put yeah, on a better... Nice to see you as well. <laughs> <laughs> she put on a better show than the, yeah, uh, she the had last a decent time. Match with Jamie yeah, she Weird to, to, to see Jamie Hayter and not boo her out of the the room yeah um, because again she's she's quite hateable it's got this in the name it is in the name yeah um but yeah um, jamie hate her <laughs> yeah um yeah so all in all uh, a, fi- a a fine show i mean not like that was a fine show no, it, was it was fine it was fine yeah. um and yeah some ups some not quite as ups no um but nothing to to hate on the show no um would i go back yeah probably because it's really convenient yeah. <laughs> um would i rave about it and recommend it to everybody i see wrestling fan or not probably not um there you go that's ref yeah. pro at the road mender yeah um so we're gonna be back we're gonna have to take a little break i think because you're busy next weekend i am busy yeah um we're gonna be back in 11 days with the first of our WrestleMania podcasts. Yeah. 
It'll be on the Thursday evening at some point. Well, yeah, maybe we'll, at the very beginning, do a little sort of very short preview. Yeah. Maybe we will, maybe we won't. <laughs> I just thought of that right now. We yeah. haven't run it past Alan. No. Um, Hashtag planning on the podcast. Yeah. So there you go. Thanks for listening. Um, get on internet. Do what internet things there are. Yeah. Um, but until next time, I'm really cold right now. I'm freezing cold. <laughs> so I'm probably going to go to bed. We had joy, we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills that we climbed, where the seasons are behind. All our lives we had fun, we had seasons in the sun. Up the hills that we climbed, where the starfish on the beach.